This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. 877-881-1053. Tell us where you are at as we begin our number eight of... Peace-a-thon. Tell us how long you have been listening. Check in with us. K-Twizzle just checked in on Twitter, Kevin. Man, he's been all over this today. K-Twizzle helps spread the word. Everybody, 105.3thefan.com slash peaceathon. I want to go out and point out a couple of things for you real quick. We do have a simple will voucher if you need to get a will done available. We have an exterior house paint available which we did last year as well heard that went super well and simple touch remodeling came back around said we would like to set that up again we have celebrity chef with our good buddy Blythe and we have the CBD treatments all available and the Mike Adams golf outing want to point your attention to all of those amazing things Nick and Sam's uh chef's tasting for six with a wine pairing mm. is on there and Kevin trying that, on that one. I got that directly <laughs> from Samir Lucy's uh original artwork has been posted uh so it's up there oh. right now for I think the bid is $35 at the moment so I appreciate oh, that that's awesome that's a steal that is a steal right now we bring on Eric Chiafalo from the G-Bag Nation. How are you, man? I am fantastic. I thought you were going to say, how is ya? I'm not disappointed because this is a great day ah, and I can't be disappointed. You got to change it up. I do feel a little bit bummed that I'm not going to be able to come out of the gates as hot as Wolchuk did with breaking, bleeping Rangers news. It was so, pretty impressive. Uh, I apologize in advance for that, but the next 60 minutes are going to be glorious. All right, we would like to get you involved. 60 minutes on side. If it makes you feel any better, for one second, I thought he was going to name we signed a premium pitcher. Dude, yeah, sorry. I was going. I immediately went to Degrom. Uh, so I think Hagee did the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I knew what the news was, but yeah, I it, was knew better was to, it was better to play it up from the two. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we already knew Mike before you. <laughs> I want to be yeah, honest. I don't know if you know this or not. We're really connected to the Rangers. Uh, you may, you may work with them a little bit, but we know people from the from the nine zero three. I've been listening <laughs> since seven a.m. Larry and Leroy has been listening since six twenty. Uh, Leroy rocks absolutely, and from the eight one seven checking in for our number eight. All right, Chief Follow, we're going to start it off with this Cowboys combo platter, and you can help us out since you are now our food expert since drinking the Thanksgiving shake of doom. Thank you. Is give us a Cowboys prediction for tomorrow, and then what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? We're constructing our 16 food bracket. We have 14 foods on the table thus far, so we still have a couple more spaces. The defending champion is ham. 
which pissed people off. And then the year before it was rolls, which <laughs> pissed people off even more. So I have no idea how this is going to go. Well, it's a controversial time of year. Uh, it always is when it comes to when it comes to the spread, for sure. Uh, oh, now, I thought you meant because of the history of Thanksgiving. Well, <laughs> that is. There's also that. I thought you were coming in hot. No, that would have been that would have dominated where Walt. It was just came a meal in. with two cultures, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. things happened after that. <laughs> oh my! Mm-hmm. There was the after. The post game got a little bit weird. Yeah. This is your fault. Um, I apologize for that. Uh, we'll move on seamlessly to a dominant Michael Gallup performance tomorrow. It felt like it was a, a little bit of a coming out party for him, where yeah. like the, the the physicality really showed up, and it was like except okay, for the blocking part. Except for the blocking Don't part. Don't do yes. any more wide receiver screens because <laughs> that that was the one thing out of our Sunday yeah. that did not work. I tried to block that out. Uh, I was Unlike just, Michael Gallup. Uh, I gotcha. <laughs> yes, yes. Stop so, moving. That's uh, what he was telling the guy. Can we get a uh, an over-the-top touchdown to Michael Gallup for like maybe 40 yards? That'd be pretty cool. I'm in. Uh, so, and then maybe we get the we get the first 100-yard Gallup game coupled by a touchdown. How about that? Thanksgiving touchdowns for Michael Gallup. Is Odell Beckham number 13? I yeah, I've so. been wondering about this because you have Anthony Brown, who's number three, uh, which is what he wore in college, and then you have uh, 13 is already taken. I don't know where he goes. I don't know where he pivots here. 88. Well, we'll mm. have to switch. No, I'm just kidding. He's a veteran. As a veteran guy, you got to give up your number. So you here's gotta. the rule, though. The, the in-season rule is you're not allowed to switch numbers. So even if Anthony Brown is number three, wanted to say, hey, OBJ, you can get your, you know, your college number back, and maybe you pay me for it or something, or maybe it's on the house. Either way, the NFL won't allow it. So that's the... That's the crappy part, I guess, if you're... I wonder if it's that way in baseball, because I don't recall it that way. I don't know. I'm just... I just learned this because of OBJ, so... What is your favorite Thanksgiving food while we get this from the 817? Listening to Since 5 a.m., just hitting the docks in my semi from the 337... I've been listening at work all day since 7 o'clock from the 469. I've been listening to six since 630. Scott from Forney, been listening since minute one. And from the 817, listening from Windstar on the app. Hope your fortunes are going well. Yes, my fortunes will be going well tomorrow when I uh, take on the mac and cheese. For me, the mac and cheese is an absolute home run. Derek is shaking his head over there. Uh, I imagine in disappointment. What are we doing? It's mac and cheese is not. I've I've never seen it at a Thanksgiving. Really? How did it yeah. make it to we the finals of the bracket the, last year? Then, because you vote. you guys vote you vote too, Mike. Well, so it's Corey. It's a democracy. Did you put that in there? Oh, he did. He makes everything. Wait, so you're <laughs> so Baskey's anti mac and cheese. This is the list y'all can change. I'm not anti mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is great, but it just 100%. doesn't feel like a Thanksgiving thing. Okay, it's not on Thanksgiving. You don't have you. You I just have that. I couldn't so disagree I more. But in the mac and cheese, that's how I make it Thanksgiving. That's how you make it Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Maybe ham too. Is there a special work. mac and cheese, or is it the mac and cheese that you would also have in April? Uh, I guess technically at any family function that my Aunt Jill is at, we will be having this mac and cheese. And she will be at Thanksgiving tomorrow, as she always is. I'm very excited for that. Now, uh, otherwise, I will do the sweet potato casserole or souffle, however you do it there, where it's like, is this a dessert? Is this a side? Should I be eating this with the entree? Should I be eating this? on the outside and the marshmallow You got the marshmallow. Yeah. Yeah, you got the marshmallows going down. Yes. My grandma makes those, and I'm always like, I don't know what this is. I'm exactly where you're at on that, Mm -hmm. and I don't know when to eat it exactly. So I just put it on the plate, and I'm like, I'll just- I'll do both. Yeah. Do corn and salad need to make their way? Because they were both 
Salad? Yeah, I think Corey pushed for that. Salad was in Come the bracket like last year. It got stomped out by defending champion roles in the first <laughs> right round. I will vote mac and cheese no over salad. Yeah. Nobody, Thank you. Nobody's Mike. eating a salad on Thanksgiving. I mean, I there is, is it a away salad there, but... It's just for looks. It's just to yeah. play up the part like it's there, but we're dump we we go in knowing that we're dumping the entire bowl out at the yeah. end of this whole this, this whole day. You're, you're supposed to wear baggy clothes, like sweats when you go and eat your Thanksgiving food Facts. so you can Thank continue you. to expand. You're not expanding with a salad. Thank you, dude. So many people it's are Thanksgiving. doing it wrong with button pants. If your pants have a zipper and a button on Thanksgiving, well, you are a rookie. But that's okay. They might be the unbuttoned type, you know? You, <laughs> you know, that's them, a fair point. They might like to have that the click of the button. Now, there, is, there is something special about that moment. <laughs> Multiple people are bringing up ideas about the bracket. I'm fine with all of this. In the 903, democracy is at stake with this bracket. And from the 817, what? it's not who counts the votes, it's who seeds the bracket. I am Stop fine the count. with not or keep it going. Keep Who it going. Knows? But, well, it depends on the state. And I'm fine with not seeding the bracket. And then I always this could be the most important bracket of our lives. I hate you know, let me tell you something right now. If somebody ever tells you this is the most important election of your lifetime, quit listening to them <laughs> because they're a hack. Unless it's the Thanksgiving break. Yes, yeah. unless it's this, then it's fine. And from the 817, I never know how to respond to this. Only white folks would say mac and cheese mm. isn't a Thanksgiving food. But I am white, what? and I think it's a Thanksgiving I'm, food. I happen to be white and pro mac and cheese as well. What does that have to do with anything? Who cares? I don't, I don't know. Like, how it how goes along cultural lines, what is and is not. I have, a never, I have never been to a non-white Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, as my grandparents are white. Mm. All right, isn't it? Yeah. In, in, so I need to. I need in, to experience. I just think mac and cheese. Is there's delicious. pumpkin pie at White Houses, and there's sweet potato pie at Black Houses. Is that the way that it kind of goes? With a lot probably of not the person no. to speak on that. I don't know. I feel like I've talked to Jesse Holly about it. No, and no I like, believe you. I'm just saying. It's, it's, I don't there's kind know. of a cultural thing of like Ooh, okay, because they're very similar in taste to me. Okay. They're, they're a little bit different, but question then for the bracket: Do this? Does there need to be sweet potatoes? And sweet potato pie, or is this the same thing? That's a mm. good question that I don't know because we only have sweet potatoes. We don't have sweet potato pie at our house. So, are you doing straight up sweet potatoes, or is it in, in that casserole souffle style? Mm, it's like my mom like slices it up, and it is like brown, in a brown sugar it up. type of okay. thing. There's not marshmallows right. on top though. And to make the bracket more inclusive, this is a great question. I think this got suggested tamales. last year. Tamales. Does that need to be in the mix? Tamales, yes. lasagna, sweet potato. Yeah, big ziti, please. <laughs> just just throw sixteen foods in there. Give me a meatball on Thanksgiving. Fried plantains. Tamales and sweet potato pie. Do those need to be in the bracket? All right, Corey and, and brisket. Give me, give me a Cowboys opinion and that for the game tomorrow. And then what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Ooh, Cowboys opinion for the game tomorrow is that Donovan Wilson gets another pick. Mm. Donovan Wilson Love gets a it. pick six. Uh, as a matter of fact, and the Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys are victorious by three. What? Yeah, late in the game, we take Dave's down, and uh, I'm looking forward to that moment. Uh, it's going to be a close one. I don't want something that's going to be a blowout. I don't want a close one for Thanksgiving. He so we're really paying Giants attention. Uh, that and mojo then, moment. What was mm. the What was the other question? What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Ooh, Ooh cornbread. Does that need to be in the mix? Pumpkin yes. pie. I oh, love pu- love pumpkin pie. Dude. That being said, you've had Dawson's mom's uh, sh- 
sugar cream, cream pie. pie. Yes. It was an awkward time to stop. Payne, <laughs> <laughs> if you can go ahead and mark that. Well, there were so many different directions stop. he could go there. <laughs> landed on the pie. Yes. I, like, it was incredible. Pumpkin oh. pie is amazing. And I always put way too much Cool Whip on there. Cool you would have loved, you like loved the Thanksgiving uh, mystery mix that I had yesterday because the, it involved pumpkin pie. Uh-huh. And that was the that most dominant taste everything? that uh, that was that was in there. Nice. You would have loved that. Well, I don't want to try it, though. You would have so loved good. it. I, like, I saw the video. I'm going to get it for you. You chug? No, I don't need it. I'm good. It's I'm, a sipper. I <laughs> thought it was a chugger, but it turns out that thing tasted damn good. I should have just milked that thing. And it so was it delightful. didn't ruin wow. your Thanksgiving joy like you worried. I was concerned for a, a little bit of PTSD there, but no, I am ready to rock and roll tomorrow. Mike, do you have a Cowboys prediction and a favorite Thanksgiving food. The last 10 minutes won't be competitive. Okay. I do kind of like Mickey's score of about 31-17. Yeah. I, there's part of me that goes, man, if the Cowboys play well, I don't know if, if uh, New York can score 17 without maybe getting one of those kind of late, meaningless touchdown yeah. type of situations. I mean, my favorite uh, Thanksgiving foods, I really like chicken fried steak and spaghetti and meatballs. Those are two things that I love having for dinner. You know what? When you first, when you said the first one, I was about to bite. I was about to be like, oh, is that a thing? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, he's just being a jerk. Me All too. right. From the 210. I love ice cream, too. I will run this list by you, Mike, before we go to the bracket. <laughs> Been listening since 7 a.m. Cowboys win 34-10. Best Thanksgiving food is the green bean casserole. All right, Derek, do you have a Cowboys prediction for us? And... Favorite Thanksgiving food? Yeah, I'm going to go 28-7. The uh, defense will hold Saquon under 100 yards. I'm going to say 80 yards. We're Um, definitely winning that game. They are going to dominate this game. That's for sure. And the food, honey-baked ham, baby. Do you believe that is a Thanksgiving food? How is it not? Because it's not Easter? Or Christmas? The hell are you talking oh, about? What? Grandma always had a ham and a turkey. I, yeah. I will tell you, Same. ham is the defending champion. So before you think I engineer these brackets, I did not support that. Mm-hmm. No, it's that's good. I think, I think everything's a Thanksgiving food. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm well aware of what you except think. Except mac and cheese. Yeah, people. except I, mac and cheese. I love. I think ham should be the staple ahead of turkey. Cinnamon cr- toast crunch is good too. <laughs> love that. Can I also say Daniel Jones will have? I'm going to say. Three picks. Oh my gosh. Jeez. It's going to be a capable. bad game. He, I, I well, Donovan Wilson's, yeah, getting, Donovan one. Wilson's getting one. If he has six. three picks so, and three Saquon picks. doesn't hit 80 yards, we might win 40 to three. Well, and I'm that, saying it's going to be a dominant game. But, I, I should have changed the score to. Yeah, you probably yeah, should have. I'm going to go with 40. It's going to be you have like to take into account that that I'm telling you Michael Gallup's going to have a monster game as well. That's true. So you have to so factor yeah, in go, all of y'all's predictions? I think so. We're going to go 42. Seven. There it is. I love it. From the 254, 3116 Cowboys and Ham is for Christmas. From the 254, that 520 segment's going to be so contentious. 2417 Cowboys and Hash Brown Casserole. Ooh. And then from the 214, this was like five years ago. I'm still mad about Ranch winning the best chicken nugget dipping sauce bracket. That defeated. Was that on our show? That that was you before you were even yet, on our show, Mike. Oh, is when it's Seriously, called the KNC masterpiece. Was, five years ago. Yeah, they beat barbecue sauce. There are people still angry to this day <laughs> about that. Ranch people is don't good. forget, man. Ranch is a really tasty I flavor. Love ranch. You picking ranch over barbecue? Um, I might even freak around with like some, some with honey chicken mustard. nuggets. 
Yeah, with chicken nuggets or yeah, like a sweet and sour sauce. Good, and sweet and sour Why not both? Good. Combine them. They're Thank all good. You from the ranch and barbecue. So barbecue. Yeah. I'm ashamed of you for ranch. From the two one four prediction, Demarcus, Lawrence. Nachos are great. Yeah, yeah Mike, I might need you to run an errand at five twenty. <laughs> Demarcus Lawrence gets multiple sacks and. Fried smoked turkey is the best Thanksgiving uh, dish. And somebody's concerned about deviled eggs not getting any love. Deviled Ooh, eggs yeah. is in the Thanksgiving bracket as of now. I'm going to run it by Mike just to make sure it does not offend him. I'm going to make my own bracket. <laughs> Spaghetti and meatballs. Versus cinnamon toast versus crunch. Versus cinnamon toast crunch. Versus Gummy chicken bears. fried steak. Versus <laughs> fried shrimp. Look how far you've come. You were a newspaper journalist, and now, uh, you, now your editor is Mike Bassett. Yeah. <laughs> what a world to live in. <laughs> we're the KNC Masterpiece. What's your favorite ice cream on Right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, we move into the lunch rush, and I am told, at least the rumblings are, we will have some semblance of a Thanksgiving sports mix with Eric Chiafalo. That is correct, and we will ask all the important Thanksgiving questions. All right. Right here on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. We are finalizing the 16 food bracket for the 520 showdown as part of Peace-a-thon. Now we just need to start seeding them and ranking them out. And basically everybody that comes in, we're getting input from. So this will have plenty yep. of input, plenty of different people. Right now, we have Eric Chiafalo in studio. And I know you want to tell everyone to go to 1053thefan.com slash peaceathon, right? That is exactly what I want to do. 105 through the fan slash peaceathon is where you should be uh, and just refreshing and, and bidding and refreshing and bidding and then uh, end up with that stripper squirrel, man. I'm excited about that. Well, Michael wanted them to not. I know. Bid on the I know squirrel, he did. I heard him. But. He's like, you know, bid on everything else. By the way, Lucy's, uh, Lucy's painting is off. It is no longer. I was 
Make another one. <laughs> Wondering <laughs> if we should take the buy it now <laughs> off of there, but I, uh, so I appreciate it. Oh, Adrian man. was like, oh, I should have taken the buy it now off. I was like, no, I appreciate that somebody no. uh, somebody bid that. It really makes me makes I, me happy. Absolutely. Really cool. And if you want to donate, same same spot, 1053thefan.com slash peaceathon. You can donate through that portal as well. All right. I hear the rumblings that we got the Thanksgiving sports mix. Is this accurate? And what do you bring us? This is so. This is uh, an oldie but a goodie. Uh, in the in the in the nighttime in the nosebleed seats at the end of every week, we would send the people into the weekend with the best sounds of the week. We would do so by hitting the E spot, and I would be your host, Eric Chiafalo, for that wonderful excursion. Uh, and so I wanted to do, and we always did a Thanksgiving edition of this. So this is sort of a sure. Thanksgiving edition of eSpot, uh, a, a remembrance of Thanksgiving's past. And so right now, uh, we will send people into their Thanksgiving with the best sounds in the world, in and out of the world of sports, uh, courtesy of Thanksgiving. Right here, we used to, uh, it is sort of like G-Bag of the Day or Masterpiece of the yep. Week. Some say it's better, but most do say it's worse. Let's go ahead, <laughs> Peyton, and hit the E-Spot. Now, as always, we got to give a monster shout out to the earth, the wind, and the fire for the fantastic vibes here as we embark on another eSpot adventure. Now, we do got to tee up a couple of Thanksgiving questions for you fellas. The first of which is Is anybody in here control of their Thanksgiving's turkey? No, I am not. Okay, we got Holland saying yes. We got gentlemen in the back saying yes. We got double gentlemen in the back saying yes. Okay, mm. Corey, were you a yes on that? Yes, I'm turkey and also. Okay, so are we, because Broadus and Dawson have been pounding the table for the, the spatchcocking technique, and I didn't know if that was something that you guys were going to be doing as well. Are you I, spatchcockers? I am spatchcocking. I spatchcocked okay. last year, Okay, and it turned out perfect. Uh, I also went with an Alabama white sauce uh, nice. kind of to go along with it. This year, I'm using Meat Church's uh, maple bourbon uh, uh, method. Okay, so you should you did the Alabama white sauce last year, yes. Okay, I would try the Alabama hot pocket. If you give that a shot, that could be pretty special around this time of year. Now, Derek, what about you? Are uh, you a, a spatchcocker? Mine is uh, already done, seasoned, everything ready to go. All I got to do is just put it in the smoker. So you pre smoking one. I got two of them, so I'm smoking one. And the other ones just got to get heated up. We're ready to go. You're okay. joking, right? So uh, <laughs> heat it up, like put in the oven. <laughs> I just read no, it on no, Urban Dictionary. Well, yeah. We're gonna put it in the. Yeah, uh, don't read that. Never read yeah, the Urban good. Dictionary, by the way. Never, never read the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> read a Euro one. Oh my God, Mike is a big Alabama hot pocket guy, though, isn't he, Corey? From from what you understand. From what I understand. Google that. No. By the way, the spatchcocking <laughs> is you crush it from the spine, right? You open yes. it up and you're flattening. And and Derek, you but never I, gave I, me a yes or no on no, that. No, I'm saying no. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No. All right. Very good. Now, second thing, how are we doing? Is it Thanksgiving lunch in your household yeah. or Thanksgiving dinner? Is this a pre-Cowboys game meal or is this a post-Cowboys game pre, meal? Pre-game because my family had season tickets to the Cowboys from day one it started until the end of the 98 season, so... You had to have Thanksgiving meal about 11.30 to noon is when it would start. And then at 1 o'clock, 1.15, the car would leave with four people to the Cowboy game. And there would be things to munch on during the game. And right. then left over yes. a whole nother meal after the Cowboy game was over. Yeah. Well, so my grandmother, my entire life, 1 o'clock. All right. Every year, 1 o'clock. Adrian this year decided for some reason. That we're doing it at the house. Oh we're going my at, we're going at God. six. 
I gotta start. I gotta be cooking in the middle of the game. Oh my dear lord! What's she doing? Why? I said that because I just looked up Alabama. Me too. <laughs> Thanks a lot, you jerk. Did I ever? T- I didn't tell you to look it up. <laughs> I did. I did tell you to maybe you know incorporate it into the Thanksgiving feast, but I didn't tell you to look it up. I will uh, not. Are we going dinner? Or are we going uh, pregame or postgame Thanksgiving Pre- meal? Well, pregame with dessert at halftime. That has always Love been it. the Hagland family tradition. In the Hollands? Where we're after the first game, probably. It's usually like around 1.32 o'clock-ish, maybe a little bit later. It's more of like the dinner. It's lunch, dinner all combined. You can just go back and get seconds whenever you want. It's beautiful. Okay. And dessert at night. There is all the Thanksgiving important questions, so we've solved the mystery, boys. Thank you. It. Now let us dial up the mm-hmm. first sound in this week's uh, or this year's Thanksgiving e-spot right here in uh, number nine of peace What a glorious moment this is. Uh, here is John Gruden in his off time when he's not coaching because mm-hmm. he's fired. There was the racism, the homophobia. We all remember that. So we got to get to what he's doing in his spare time, which, of course, is drawing hand turkeys, John. It's very important that I start at the rear first. This tail feather gives me speed and precision. And it's these mid feathers you got to be careful with as you go around your Super Bowl ring, you know. But these middle feathers are the brain of the outfit. And this front feather, that points the direction that this hand turkey goes. Is it really him? And yes. here's the head, the it's most important sound. part of this hand turkey. Look at that Super Bowl ring right there. I'd make him number 37 every year because that was Super Bowl 37. And this turkey gets a smile and a bit of a chucky brow right there. Give him a little wing here in case anybody wants to take a bite out of that. Some legs, little claws that dig into the turf. Oh my God. Why is he still that sweet or what? I mean, I can't make a better hand turkey than that. Happy Thanksgiving. Are you sure that wasn't Frank Caliendo? <laughs> it could be. That is the real that John Gruden. Be. That like, is the real incredible. John Gruden. I swear that's the real John Gruden. I love the I way like he was I love the way he was stunting on them. I, or Reggie would say it differently. Uh but he like the way he was just like that ring. ring, that Super Bowl ring that you don't have is what he kept saying basically. I mean, I couldn't believe they actually produced that. They brought multiple camera crews. I believe there was a television <laughs> network involved there. It is the single most useless sound of all time. <laughs> and unfortunately, John Gruden might make another appearance here. Uh, for the turkey hole. We all understand that. But let's get to a very John Madden Thanksgiving, shall we? Well, you know, we had one before the game out there. We had one turkey that we got. There's there's Willie, our driver, Dave, other driver, and and there's a turkey. And if you notice, you know, like the girl says, here's a leg here and a leg here and a leg here. There's four legs. And I think this one may have, you know, a couple down there too. But uh, (laughs) we have these turkey legs that we're going to give out after the game. Little piece of pie gone already. Well, you never know. I don't know who's in that bus when I'm up here. I don't know who's down there. But I know that that six-legged turkey's there, and we're going to have those six legs to give out to the MVPs of this game. But we got a turducken, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a turducken right here where we got, you know what a turducken is? A turducken, this thing here, is a deboned duck stuffed in a deboned chicken stuffed in a deboned turkey cut sideways and you get and you get a little turkey and a little chicken and a little duck now that's there that that's turducken then over there we have the turkey so now here's the turkey we got one leg two legs three legs four legs five legs six legs but anyway anyway here's how you slice it see a lot of people don't know you have he goes to four fingers the into the turkey and then you slice it across this way because what it is it's a it's a deboned 
chicken stuffed in a deboned duck stuffed in a deboned turkey. It, it, well, it's, it's really five different things. It's a, it's a chicken, a duck, a turkey, and two kinds of dressing. <laughs> and are you going to have one on, on your Thanksgiving table? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have one. I have to bring it though, but you know, you know, you know because uh -huh. oh, here's, here it is. Here's, here's, here's a picture of one. Turkey duck. Yeah, picture. That is it. And you see, you cut it like right down here. Oh my God. <laughs> See, and then this is what it looks like inside. Oof. See, so you got turkey, and duck, and then dressing, and then chicken. Oh. And then, then you just have to do it that way. Now, can you that makes sense. Now, can I get some hoisin sauce with that? <laughs> That's unbelievable. This stuff is looking good and smelling good and tasting good. We got to dig in and start eating now. Oh, my God. That... John Madden. And that, they're going to honor him, I believe, way, in every game tomorrow. Jerry Jones yesterday was like, I think John Madden only did the Cowboy games. No, he did every other year the Cowboy games. They kept <laughs> flipping from Detroit and Dallas. So if whichever team played an AFC team, it would be on the other channel. And then if it played the NFC team. So I was like, when I heard Jerry say that, I was like, no, like Madden flipped games every other year pretty much. Yeah, when he said it, I think it. Uh, a lot of people were like, I don't know. I don't know if he really knows, but we'll just. But you didn't kinda... want to slow it down that much. Yeah. Six eight two man, I miss Madden. That's why. Like yeah. that's what we we had that growing up. You know that we got to hear that as mm -hmm. the explanation of sports to us. That was awesome. Was also, he... this is a fair question. Sorry, Derek, from the six eight two. What the hell is this segment? <laughs> it's the e spot. It's like, the e spot. On, that's right. What are you, it is. What are you uh, here? It was the nosebleed seats version of G bag of the day or masterpiece of the week. Some said it was better. Most said it was worse. I mean, what? what, yeah. what are you on? Was he drawing too while he's doing this? Gotta I be. believe he was. Yeah, yeah he was be. doing the, the yellow like, finger ah, on the screen. Here, and yeah, then we got this one over here. Seal here and a seal there. That's Create the alley. All right, here's uh oh Jimmy Johnson. This is beautiful bounty bowl. He fat shames uh, buddy Ryan, I believe. Here it is. Take it away, Jim. Winning, losing ball game. Uh, of course, concerns me. My concerns me more than anything else is uh, when you take away from the integrity of the game. Uh, I mean, having bounties on uh, opposing players is not the way it's supposed to be done. Uh, I mean, we were told last night uh, by uh, by a coach, and and it was confirmed uh, by two different players. There's a $200 bounty on uh, Louis Zendejas, a $500 bounty on uh, Troy Aikman. Uh, that takes away from the integrity of the game. And uh, oh, oh, I would have said something to Buddy, but he wouldn't stand on the field long enough. He put his big fat rear end into the dressing room. <laughs> I miss him too. Yeah. From one guy we miss in John Madden to another in old Jimmy Johnson. I'll tell you, I I really hated growing up yeah. in that era and having my family like huge Cowboy fans. I hated that we hired his son. I couldn't stand that we had Buddy Ryan's son dressing up in Cowboys gear. It, that that infuriated me that Buddy Ryan, any part of him or his family, would ever touch the Dallas Cowboys because I just thought he was the biggest piece of dump there was. Well, you know what, Mike? I, I As I've proven before, I would have thrown the Aaron Judge ball back. You know, I'm a bigger mm -hmm. fan. I don't even have friends named Ryan. That's how much I hated that. <laughs> in your face. Really now what? I just like, – that jack nuts <laughs> – he, he Even the morning with, video with coordinator no, with like two seconds left. Just imagine this in today's game, which wouldn't happen. But with two seconds left in a game, you're up by like ten points, and you're like, you know what? I hate that Tom Landry guy. And he's like, fake kneel it and throw a touchdown pass because everybody thinks the game is over. We've been kneeling it to run out the clock. Like 
Buddy Ryan did stuff like that, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's just like, you're just a piece of dump. Agreed. And his and his son Rob Barry Church told us the dumbest coaching decision that was ever made in his career playing professional football was when his coach uh, Rob Ryan uh, decided to have him Barry Church a strong safety one on one on the outside with uh well Randy Moss. Oh, so that uh, is a good thank decision. you, thank you, the entire Ryan family for that football incompetence. Let's go to Marshawn Lynch, Beast Mode, a very Beast Mode Thanksgiving, Ooh. mic'd up with the Seahawks here. What are you doing for Christmas? Christmas. I mean, I got to get the Thanksgiving first. I'm going to give all turkeys back in the hood. I'm with you. You want me to come? You will. I appreciate it, though, big dog. Hang on. But I'm going to be in the hood giving out turkeys, trying to restore my community. <laughs> Richard Sherman tagged along that year for Marshawn Lynch giving away a bunch of turkeys. They all agreed on who hated Russell Wilson the most. <laughs> yes. They're like, we all hate him, but who hates him the most? Yep. And uh, Micah Parsons has since taken that uh, stranglehold yeah. in the DFW. Shout out to the great Micah Parsons for that. All right, uh, let's get to the turkey hole with John. We're going to bring edge pressure from both sides, and the corner is going to roll up. And watch Stafford fit the ball in the hole between the corner and the safety. I don't advise this at home. What a throw by Matt Stafford. I call that the turkey hole. Don't ask me why, but Brad Johnson taught me that a long time ago when I was coaching Tampa. He says, hey, coach, I think I can fit it between a corner and a safety. Look at that, the turkey. He said, don't ask me why, and then explained it. Yeah. <laughs> that feels very Jerry Jones-esque, because sometimes he will be like, no comment. And then he's like, and I can't comment because of these exact reasons. And <laughs> right. I'm like. Because of the comment I'm about to make. Yeah. Thank Excellent. you, Jerry. Uh, okay, and thank you, Hagee, for this one. I was unfamiliar until this morning whenever I was peace-a-thawning, but uh, this is the best, worst Thanksgiving movie of all time. Here's a little snippet. Thanks, Killing oh. Edition. Back in the 1500s, in the settlement of Kralberg, an old by the name of Feathercloud was dishonored by a pilgrim. Feathercloud necromanced a turkey. A turkey that would stop at nothing to get what he wanted to kill. Everything's gonna be okay. You don't believe me, do you? I do believe you. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. This little baby bunny got its stomach not open by a beak. <laughs> not just any beak. Turkey beak. A turkey beak. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. <laughs> There's no such thing as an evil turkey. That's the turkey talking. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Gobble, gobble, they shoot You've that watched that more than one time? Oh, 100%. It, it sounds like they shot that on a flip phone. Oh, it yeah. looks like they did, too. <laughs> the turkey talks. Gobble, gobble, mother. And like a razor. Amazing. <laughs> one of those Motorola razors. Oh, it's amazing. When I saw that trailer this morning, I was like, is this the right movie? You should watch it. I feel like the three-minute trailer was enough for me. There's so many nuances that you're going to miss. <laughs> He's been talking about this movie since we met, which is about 14 years, 14, almost 15 years ago. Maybe 16 at this 16. point. 16 years ago. Still mm. never seen it. Yeah. I've never, and I won't ever watch it, but he will never give up on trying to get me to watch this movie. I don't blame you whatsoever. Here's a uh, inebriated Walchuk on Chris, uh, or Thanksgiving Eve two years ago uh, letting you know what's most important to him. I want the canned, disgusting, <laughs> lubricant, jello-like cranberry sauce, and I'm going to smother it all over the delicious bird that we like to call a turkey, and we're going ham, baby. That's my kind of Walchuck Thanksgiving. 
He's very How passionate about it. How was he at that point? Oh, so he was, drunk. It was, uh, it was right there during the pandemic when he was doing the show from home, but okay. he had also just gotten through COVID, but he hadn't passed the test yet, gotcha. so he wasn't actually able to work, but he's like, I got to come on for at least a segment, and it was the last segment of the night, yes. and he had already uh, gotten into his dad's liquor cabinet. Yeah, it was whiskey ivy, yeah. That's exactly what he had. <laughs> that was excellent right there, good sir. Thank you. I, I want to tell people we got Mike Lyson in just one second. There's no such thing as it, an evil turkey. Is, oh, yeah. And then there's a point where the turkey is, like, killing them all, and then these two kids, are they're, like, two young adults are like, hey, we should have sex on the couch, even though the evil turkey is stalking us. They're like, it'll probably be fine. And it's an amazing movie, and it starts, like, in the 1600s. What if this is our last night together? Yeah. Is the evil turkey oh, yeah. going to gobble us up or whatever? And you know what? Spoiler alert, they might not have been wrong about that. Did that man get gobbled mm-hmm. by yes. the turkey? Twice. Mm-hmm. Is we have multiple things that you can still bid on that don't have any bids yet. And so I would encourage you to check that out. And then don't forget, we just added a whole bunch of stuff from Derek Holland, including game use cleats. From San Francisco Giants game now Uh-oh. at 1053thefan.com slash peaceathon. Now, how about some Mike likes it? All right, so I do have Thanksgiving talk, but we've been doing a lot of Thanksgiving talk. So it's let true. me break it up with a little bit of Mike does like this. The Davis Mills got benched. Don't care. Okay. They're going to draft a new quarterback with the first overall pick. They're getting the Ohio State kid, right? CJ I mean, Stroud. CJ Stroud's a Houston Texans quarterback next year. Does that mean a former Aggie Kyle Allen is about to start yes, for them? Yes, it does. Wow. Last right. night in the world of the NBA minor leagues called the G League. Oh, this is going to be Jayden hardy, hardy talk. Yep. The Mavericks second round pick who was, now you have to remember this. Coming out of high school, he decided not to go to college. He decides to go play professional basketball in the G League. He was rated the number two overall high school player in all of the country. So he was that good at 18 years old on where his ranking was. So when ESPN puts out your top 100 players right now that are seniors in high school, if you'd have gone back to Jaden Hardy's senior year two years ago, he was number two to Chet Holmgren. He was the only guy considered better than him in high school. Jaden Hardy last night in 32 minutes, 12 of 18 from the field, 35 points, three rebounds, two assists. He is doing this every game. This is not like, oh my gosh, Jaden Hardy had a great game. Right now, in his seven games for the Texas Legends, he is shooting 56% from the field. He is shooting 47.5% from three-point land. He is averaging 27.9 points a game. Just to give you an idea of what our 20-year-old draft pick is doing in the minor leagues. Now, does that mean he can come up right now to the NBA and be a really effective good player? Probably not. But it shows that the number two overall guy two years ago in the United States of America might be somewhat a top premium prospect who went to the G League, stunk it up to start off his G League career. And then he started playing off the ball, and I said, man, when I watch him play off the ball, he really plays well off of Scoot Henderson, who's going to be the number two pick in the draft coming up. And, man, this dude can drain shots. Shooting off of the dribble, not as good as shooting and catching and shooting. So I do think, and a Mike likes it, not 2022-23, but I think we might have our Anthony Simons. I think Which should be a great addition right. on At this 22 team. years Amazing. old, Simons exploded onto the scene for Portland last year. Now his 
a lot due to Damian Lillard getting injured. They they kind of their season went bad. They're like screw it, give them thirty minutes a night and see what happens. And it was good. And Simons has been contributing quite a bit to the Portland Trailblazers this year. He is playing very well. He's averaging off of twenty three a night. Mm-hmm. I think Jaden Hardy can be that guy. I think if I'm going to compare him to somebody. I think the Mavericks might have drafted the next Anthony Simons, a dude who can get 20 a night for you off of Luka. And this is pretty important. He's 20 years old. Luka's 23. I don't know why the Mavericks went into all or nothing because the Mavericks have one of the oldest teams in the NBA. They do. People don't realize that. They're they're one of the five oldest teams in the NBA. It's like, we got Luka who's 23. Don't get anybody who's around his age. Just get old old farts around him and let's see what happens. But I do think Jaden Hardy... As much as the Mavericks can't do anything, you know, we had Zach Lowe on today, and he said, look, the Mavericks can't do anything. They don't have assets to go get great players. They're just hoping and praying that something falls into their laps over the next couple years. I think, really, if you're a Mavericks fan, what you should be hoping and praying for that's realistic is that Jaden Hardy becomes your off-the-ball guy with Luka, who's giving you 20 points and two or three assists and two or three rebounds. Because this kid has a lot of ability. Because if him and Green can step up and become usable or even more NBA players, you'll feel better about your assets going forward. I do think Tim Hardaway Jr., as I said yesterday, he can't play this bad. Like, this is the worst he's ever played in his life in the NBA. He's not this bad. He's not good, but he's not this bad. But if it keeps going bad, like through the month of December, I'm just wondering if they go, you know what? You're struggling so much. We can't throw you out on the court anymore, Tim. You don't play defense at all. You've never played defense in your life. And you're not hitting shots anymore. This kid, Jaden Hardy, if he's shooting over 40% from three in the minor leagues and over 50% from the field, we're going to bring him up and play him off the bench and see if we have lightning in a bottle here. Absolutely. Okay, so back to thanks. Go ahead. I was going to say, how long would you ride that out? When when can we get to see him up here if you're trying to get him that opportunity and get him molded into this team? (sighs) They did bring him up because they didn't have a game the other day, but they thought that they were going to blow out Denver and that they could maybe give him a free five to ten minutes of NBA experience again, and then the Mavericks lost the game. Why why not have him up for Houston when we – that game? They can bring him up and down. I think they want him to get – what he's doing right now is getting 34 minutes a night, and I think they would rather him, kind of like in minor league baseball, we would rather have him play 30 minutes a night then bring him up and have him sit and watch. But I think right. in special occasions where Frisco has the night off, the Mavericks are playing at home, we call him up, he's on the bench with the team. But I don't know if he's going to contribute at all this year, but I do think the Mavs might have got a really good draft pick, and that's something that the Mavericks for a, more than a decade could have cared less do. about was the draft. So it's, it's good news on Jaden Hardy and what he could be for a future Dallas Mavericks. But if he keeps doing what he's doing, you got to give him that opportunity. I do. It's I, just like having a prospect down in your minor leagues and he's dominating. He's, I, I w- he's doing really well. I would well. give him you December. I would give him the month of December to keep working on his game. Yeah. Let me slow you down just a little bit if I can play devil's advocate for how the Mavericks operate. Right. You have to give him this opportunity. The guy that was your big acquisition, you're still not giving all the opportunities to what uh, makes what big acquisition think, about McGee. You no, traded Chris, nothing for him. Uh, would. You <laughs> traded nothing for that guy. You don't have to do anything with him. But he's, he's a better, he's a good player. What makes you think they'll give Hardy the opportunity if they still struggle? Because he I'm was not a draft disagreeing pick. with you. You have to start draft picks. I but I that. support that. But, uh, you got to look at it like Christian Wood is a draft pick because you give up a first for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're okay. also the rumor was that him and Kid didn't get along, and that's why we're not getting to probably see so much. Hardy, on the other hand, is a guy they wanted. They went after they got him for that purpose. So why not 
why wouldn't he get his chance if he's actually showing like, hey, I'm I'm taking care of business here. I'm with Mike on it. If he keeps doing it until December, you got to give him that shot. Yeah. Averaging four rebounds, three assists down there, too. I think so. they should. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think they and, should. And I would give him, I love that he's getting these great minutes in the minor leagues. And, you know, I know it's the G League, but it's it's the minor leagues of basketball. And this is really good experience for him. Last year in the minor leagues in this, it has for his 12 games with uh, the G League Ignite, he averaged 17 points on 35% shooting and 27% three-point shooting just to show the oh, huge improvement yeah. from 19 to 20 years old. And I just want to use this as an example because somebody was like, the map from the 469, the Mavs don't want to invest in real ballers. You need to get Luka real big in the middle and a Zach Levine-style second scorer. This was what we were on, what, two years ago? We tried, but we, we wanted Tim Hardaway Jr. back we for the Mavs. We were told by people in the organization that they had Luca, KP, and they wanted a third star, and Zach Levine was not a star. Yeah. That is what we were told people in the organization thought about Zach Levine. Good call. All right, so let's go back to Thanksgiving talk real quick because I would like to thank the Dallas Cowboys, and that's because they get me out of so many conversations I don't want to have during Thanksgiving. And so I know I'm going to hear it because Just general of this. family. Because I know family is going to be like, oh, so you don't want to talk to me during Thanksgiving? Well, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. And so someone's like, oh, you know, the game's on. I got to watch. And I'm going to be on the air tomorrow talking about it and stuff like that. Yeah, so for that three hours many, you're working on How many times do the Cowboys <laughs> mm-hmm. get you out of conversations that you don't want to have on Thanksgiving? It's a great question. Probably more often than I would even uh, I would even have realized. But I got so many dudes, I guess, in the family that were all sort of so locked in. I don't know. Is there a little bit of house divided at some point? The the fellas kind of just migrate over to where we're watching, and then it's just it's all football at that point. Yeah. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, like my I, I love everybody that I'm around on Thanksgiving. So I'm, but talking to them. and Yeah, I like talking to them. Oh, dude. Wow. And we're all talking Cowboys what a, anyway. What a crock. No, I do. I get to go to the fa- – I love my father-in-law. And, like, he loves the Cowboys. So, I guess, like, it is just, like, us, like, bonding at the at that time. So, that's well, always fun. my in-laws, not my mother and father-in-law, but they don't really care about the Cowboys either, is there's plenty of people at their house. They invite over randos that I've never met in my life and will never meet again. Really? Yeah. They love just inviting over people. So Thanksgiving I, is their people potluck yeah, as oh well. Oh, my God. Like, oh, like, yeah, they, yeah. they went to church one day. They, they're at Thanksgiving now. I'm like, all right, great. And, you know, they want to maybe start a conversation. I'm like, I don't know you. I'm not going right. to make you yeah. say the That's name, tough. but is it that? Or do you have, like, particular family members that you immediately think of? of I do not want to have to talk to this person. No, not necessarily. It's the randos. Okay. That and and I have made a rule. This is what we do now is we don't leave my parents' house during the Cowboy game. We, now we're work tomorrow we're gonna or not tomorrow, Friday we're gonna be at RJ Dukes in McKenney yes. off of seventy five for a Black Friday kind of card extravaganza, which is super fun. He's opening early just for the Awesome. But like for usually what would happen is is we would go down there Thursday night yeah. and then be there all day Friday. They live in the Glen Rose area. And I'm just like, look, we're not leaving until after the Cowboy game's over because I don't want to leave at halftime, get down there in the fourth quarter, and then everybody's, how's it going? So how's everything going? How's your daughter doing with college? It's not, we'll have this conversation after the fourth quarter's over. But then it's like, Mike, come on. You're just being so rude. And I'm like, no. It's the fourth quarter of the Cowboy game. I'm sorry. 
But that's I'm what is, is important yeah. to me right now. That conversation can happen 30 minutes from now. The fourth quarter is happening now. I, I'm absolutely with you. There's no argument against that. There's no argument against that. I, I think the problem is sometimes people like have different ideas of work and it's hard to convince them, even if they know what you do, yeah. that watching the football game is work and you're like, oh, because you got to talk about it. And I'm like, right. And I just mm. want to make sure like I understand what I'm talking about. Oh, man, those you know what? With my wife all the time. I just thought about this. This year, my wife has invited our friends from Israel over and he's the husband is just now starting to get into football. Like He's watching Cowboys. So he's going to have lots of questions. Ooh. And I'm going to have to say, shut up. I don't want to hear you talk anymore my, in front of my kids. To your yeah, point, Corey, my yeah. favorite is when people that don't follow the Cowboys or don't follow the NFL, they're at Thanksgiving and they're like, oh, he works in sports. So, Mike, how are the Cowboys doing this year? You don't care. You do not care at all if it's Thanksgiving Day and you're asking me, how are the Cowboys, Cowboys doing, doing this year? You, no. No. I hope they're like, how did the Rangers season go? You don't deserve to know if it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know I still don't know. Here's a newspaper. If, if that's read your it. best question, think about your question. Wow. Man, Mike's hoping all the God. family members and people are listening right now. All right. Chiafalo, is there anything you want to plug or say or anything since you have graced us with your presence? I mean, I'm just very, Alabama. very, yeah, very thankful. Oh, I did write I that down. I think somebody brought Who up a taught you Alabama the Alabama hot pocket? Hot pocket? So, uh, because... I'm some, sorry? Who taught you the Alabama hot pocket? <laughs> my gosh. I, I went to uh, health class was insane uh, junior year. <laughs> what a jacked up high school you went to. You're a hands on doctor after that. My yeah. God. Was that while you were still living in Florida? Yeah, I was still, no, I was living at my mom and dad's. Oh, okay. All right. Florida, oh, that was, I was not a Florida man. Oh, okay. I was not a Florida right. man. That's a Texas school. Thank you very much, good sir. We appreciate it. Thank you for spreading the word on your social media about the auctions and everything like that. Coming up next, we continue the cavalcade of guests. The Fat Packs podcast reunites for the first time in, I don't know, like a million years on our show to talk collectibles, cards, and I'm pretty sure how dumb the commanders are. We'll do all of that next right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.